0: <laughs> right, if we're not gonna talk about men and how much they you get guys, on our nerves, uh,
1: yeah, they are a trip. but I do want to let you guys know that our our last episode is one of the um, more listened to uh, for this season. Okay. this is season number three. so it's it's up there and listens. you guys uh, are popular people like
2: to hear what we got to say. <laughs> That's right yes. yes we are we are popular. I mean, yes, I'll take it. And humble. I don't even remember. And incredibly very, humble. Very humble. So very humble. Hello.
1: Raquel is humble. Raquel, you you have a gift. You can sort of hide in a conversation. <laughs> you know that? Like, you can be... You're, you say
0: enough that we know you're on the line, but then you'll just sort of
2: like
0: camouflage. And then enter in with a zinger. The the gift is when you come in with that zinger and people be like, well, where did you come from with that?
1: (laughs) And, And then you make a face. In person, you make that really hilarious face you didn't hear that on tv like you yeah. yeah you nobody said that to you and you're checking your head to write right. yeah. your
2: um, mom did not tell you that
1: but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> you you have a way of just sort of like being up against the wall of
2: the conversation is that good though I don't know if that's so, a good
1: thing well I definitely know if I after we have dinner or whatever I know I always call you like well, what's going on <laughs> Because I'm always like, I, you didn't say shit. Like, I feel like I did all the talking, Marquise did all talking, and then you were just sort of like, oh. <laughs> like you're interested in our lives, but like you don't volunteer a lot. You have, to, I have to pull the conversation I'm, out of it. I have to corner yeah, you.
2: Why I'm, is the, that? I'm the listener. I'm the shoulder. Um,
0: yeah, but you also need, you also need, uh, you know, to be able to vent too.
2: Well, and I'm kind of boring. Yeah. So not boring, but you're
0: not,
1: I don't, Oh, I don't understand. I have conversations with people your age all the time and they, they have these weird, you know, Marquita, you don't have this (laughs) and a couple other, and a couple of other people we work with, they don't have it. But then a few people are just like, Hey, can you name five things you're good at or what? You know? And it's just like crickets. You know, they're not even sure they're good at their job, or if they're good at something, then they t- kind of take it back right after they said it. Um, I don't know. You're not boring at all. You're very clever, and you're funny and smart. I just <laughs> and don't get gorgeous. It.
0: Thank see? you. Thank you, both.
1: And see, she didn't even just say gorgeous. She said <laughs> it. it. That means she really and, means and it. absolutely. Well, I'm gorgeous. Gonna... Like... <laughs> <laughs> she gave you, like, a drag show. I did, I did,
2: I did. I don't know. I don't know. I think I was, I was the oldest child and raised in a, I would say, overly religious home. So maybe it was, like, the whole, like, be modest, be quiet, don't be prideful, don't be... Uh, you know talking about yourself essentially like you're just here to help others and wow so just that's it so it's like you know you just kind of take that with you and you're like okay well I'll do that I don't know that
1: sounds that sounds like uh humility on steroids though because you still can Carve out a slice of that where you know that you're good at something or you're proud of yourself for certain things.
0: Yeah. I kind of feel that, like, because my parents are super religious too. Um, And the thing was, I always taught that, like, you know, you have to be humble like Christ. And my parents would never be like, I'm proud of you. They were like, I'm
2: so godly proud of you. Jesus is proud of you. Whoa. And I'd be like, thanks. Jesus is oh, my God that favorite. I've never uh-huh. heard that. My favorite would be like if you did something like oh. good and, and like you, you know would be like oh wow that was so awesome and they're like only because of God, only only yeah, because of God that was, and you're like that was, well, that's totally my parents like well no I just stopped someone from robbing wow. this bank so like that was good and they're yep. like no no only only the Christ yeah. in you is good that was good <laughs> yes yes yes. <laughs> Wait. Uh,
1: wow. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard either one of those. And my parents were both super religious. Yeah. Um, But on the other hand, they also didn't dole out a lot of compliments. So it wasn't even Jesus. It was just like, you're just doing what you're supposed to right, do. Right. Right.
2: <laughs> and I think being the oldest, nope, too,
1: Jesus isn't proud of it that was either. like,
2: oh, you know, oh, you got good grades. Well, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, you know. Right. Right. Yeah, no, for sure. You brought home, you know, a 3.0. Okay, well, a 3.8 would be better. That's what you're supposed to do. Why didn't you get an A in that class?
0: (laughs) I think that affects, like, how I feel love. Like, my love language is words of affirmation. And I think it's because, like, by no means are my parents, like, verbally or mentally abusive or anything like that, but they weren't very, like, affirmative. And so like I mm-hmm. seek that now. And that's I think that's a strong reason why my love language is words of affirmation, like I live for people to be like, You really did the thing right there. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I not. But, did, but, here, <laughs> but here's the problem. When
1: when when everything like that, so everything you just said is really dependent on someone yes! saying it. What happens if somebody I don't feel loved? It? But what about I don't um, external, externally is just one version of the world What does it count when you say you're proud of yourself though when you're like oh I did a good job with this are you capable of saying and receiving it the same way to yourself?
0: yes it took some therapy to get there though but yes now I am but there was a time where like I felt like if people didn't recognize it and say it to me then I wasn't doing a good job
1: oh wow that's rough yeah I don't know I definitely grew up like I know my parents loved me and everything it was never right. a question of love and it sure wasn't a lot of. it wasn't like abusive or right. precious or anything but <laughs> you know my parents come from the 30s you know my dad was born in 1930 my mom was born in 1937 basically if you came home that was a good day you were successful right. you're not sick right you didn't get lynched you're good you, <laughs> you won <laughs> right <laughs> winning So right. you know. Yeah. And it wasn't even like lunching, it was like you made it home. You're not sick. Nobody kills you. There you go. And so Moving on. you know, you come home. My brother was like a scholar. So literally, he just had scholarship after scholarship. And i would come home with my little report cards. And they were fine. You know, but nobody said anything. So I, I feel like I got a lot of uh confidence internally because my dad was very complimentary but like my external confidence I think you get from your same-sex parent so I struggled more because I may feel internally confident but I didn't know how to push that out into the world because you're just not encouraged as a girl to you know I'm a screenwriter you know I came home to two blue-collar parents like hey I want to write movies and they were like Sounds like you're not gonna have any money. <laughs> right. Like ever. how are you gonna take care <laughs> oh. of yourself?
2: A starving artist. Look at you. So I mean I've,
1: I've I've just had to push put you know, they people always talk about coming out of the closet and I'm not diminishing that. Like but gay people aren't the only people who have to push the real versions of themselves out into the world. I mean, my parents were looking at me like, yeah, but that sounds like zero dollars. You need to go ahead and get a job. (laughs) (laughs) And that was really hard for me because I didn't understand. They were giving me advice for being a regular person and having a regular job. And I had just spent time and money and effort trying to be a filmmaker. And they just were like, time's up. We paid our portion of how much we're going to support this and so i just set off on these journeys of really terrible jobs so i don't know your family is a big deal i guess it is all of the story how they you see shape, yourself. they shape
0: you until you're able to like get a hold of your own self and by then it's too late if yeah. you're able it's to get sometimes
1: older, so for sure <laughs> too late. well it, it, It's never too late. You just have to be aware, though. You got to be aware. Like, if you're dead, then it's too late. But if you're 35 and you look at your life, or or for me, it was 45. I was like, what are these weird habits that I have when I make two steps forward? And then I feel like I feel myself uh, pulling myself back or being overly concerned about what won't work. And I'm like, oh, that's that knee jerk trigger reaction from my whole childhood. I wanna do this. Talk about Dream Crusher. <laughs> no! right. And it's like and it just becomes your own inner yeah. reflex. Like pull yourself back. And then you seek out partners who pull you back because oh, you're not aware of this Oh boy, oh boy. That's <laughs> so true. That's <So> true. <laughs> We're not going there. <laughs> well you teased that we might in the text messages earlier, but I guess we're just not. But it's true though. It is true. Uh, I was just being snarky. Yeah, but yeah, it's true. You don't. You're not aware of this habit, and then you surround yourself with friends who pull you back, and then uh, you're, you're you're not happy in a relationship till somebody's like telling you, you know, you can't. Why would you try to do that? That doesn't sound pra- practical or logical. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So. It took me a long time. I was well into my forties before I was like, "Hey, that tray
2: sucks. I'm killing that. Let's get rid of that." Let's but that I think the hard part about it is because you can see something or notice something in yourself that that you're like, "Okay, where did I pick that?" But it's identifying what triggers it and how to stop it. Do you know what I mean? Like, for instance, you always complain about things or, or, you know, something like that. And you're like, okay, well, why do I do that? Where did this come from? And moving forward, how do I stop? Because, you know, the old, like, oh, I wear a rubber band on my my wrist and I smack it every time I swear or whatever. That doesn't work Mm. anymore. Because it's not, it is psychological, but you... You don't respond to pain after a while. It's just like, oh, okay. And then that becomes a habit. So how do you identify it and then actually make a change, a psychological change in yourself?
1: I mean, I I don't know what Marquise is going to say, but I think it, it requires discipline and thinking about what you think about. And so much of what we do is yes. just on autopilot, and I think it's important to to take it off of autopilot and recognize your triggers. And when you feel yourself, for me, I call it going mm-hmm. down a rabbit hole. I used to, I used to not be um, angry as much as I was mm-hmm. resentful. Yes, there is, and there is a difference. And you sit around and like I'm so. You just you can find a million reasons mm-hmm. to just resent people. Uh, and resent situations and it's a rabbit hole i mean you literally cannot get out of it once you start going down because it, it's almost like your brain it's like a drug it feels good to and you might even be right right to, to feel that way you might have every justification to be that angry or resentful but you just can't do it and so what i started to do is this sounds so simplistic, but it's true. I don't think about things and people that make me unhappy. When I feel myself starting to think about them, I stop thinking about them. There's only one example in my life right now that I spent way too much time thinking about, but also part of me is highly amused by it. <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part, I don't think about people or situations that are or not good for me or you made me me
2: you you made me think of something I had to run out and grab my little book that I keep things in that I've written down so Russell Brand has a podcast and it's fantastic and he had Brené Brown on and she said and I need to find it so he was asking her you know how do you stay positive when you see people doing like you know killing their children or you know like just doing things that you would look at them and and judge them or or something like that and she said she asked herself do you think people are doing the best that they can and her answer is I have no idea but my life is so much better when I assume that they are and I'm like Mm. yes because so often we can look at someone and be like oh my gosh, you know, whatever. They don't cook dinner every night. What a terrible mother. And you could kind of get a little bit judgy or or whatever. And it's like, but you know what? Are they working 40 hours a week and they're a single mom? Or they are taking care of elderly parents or something to that effect? And are they doing the best that they can? And so that has been something that I've been asking myself right. when I start to think, and that just when you said that it kind of triggered that thought process of like not thinking about the negative things of other people not even necessarily myself but doing that I'm also
1: not I judgmental I, I can judge <laughs> people but I'm not I, super
0: judgmental I'm judgmental <laughs> well, and I it. judge myself with the same measure of judgment that I yes. judge other people and it's very harsh it's yeah. very harsh wow. And that so I try to shit. stop judging people so I can stop judging myself.
1: Mm-hmm. That that's very oh. that's what Jesus <laughs> that's <you>. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: But that because whatever, you know, uh I'm not super religious, so it is a little snarky, but I went to a lot of Catholic school. <laughs> Jesus knows my heart. Um, That's what all the sinners so, say. Right, I, Jesus I knows, say. My uh, well, the the knows my heart. The heathens <laughs> say
2: The Lord knows <laughs> my heart.
1: Well, I have a very evolved view of what I think God is and what I think Jesus is, and, and they know what it is, so we're good. Um, but I know other people listening might, because I talk about God and Jesus all the time. But, you know, I, because I went to all this Catholic school, I just, it was, I went to Catholic school from K to 12. And so I arrived at college, not sheltered or anything, but I mean, I had to go to Catholic school, which includes mass. Then my mom was Baptist, and I went to church on Sundays with her. So it was a lot of church, a lot of religion, and I also mm-hmm. saw a lot of hypocrisy and a lot of stuff that I thought didn't jibe well with the messages I was being, you know, inundated with. And so, and I still went to mass in college. One of my close friends from college was super Catholic, so we went to mass and brunch. So I went, to, I stayed going to church until probably in my mid 20s and I was like I've had, I've had enough I'm in completely <laughs> indoctrinated I'm good and I want to do something else but I think getting back to Raquel's point uh for me it's it's less about like like I'm not super judgy I make an observation and an observation is not a judgment um and I don't tend to judge people. So people tend to tell me a ton of things. Like I have (laughs) a confessional quality and people just like, (laughs) yeah, and tell me everything. Um, (laughs) But also too, I really try to not think about a situation that's upsetting or a person I dislike. And I know that it's probably happening because it's something I'm supposed to be learning or I have to go through this to get to where I say I wanna be. you know i think that's part of the reason why i've had so many bad bosses <laughs> so i can learn how to be the ceo it's, that i want to be that's possible you know? yes. um <laughs> i feel like i'm on a journey you know uh just call me Odysseus. Oh, what was that dude's name it was from the odyssey i remember reading that in high school thinking damn this dude's life sucks because i mean he just he just bounces from island to island it's just he goes on this crazy journey but in a real way i feel like <laughs> i have too uh because i'm not exactly where i thought i would be but it's just been perfect in a lot of ways too you know In my crazy journey i would never have right. met you guys we all met at work if i never would have met you if i had you know stayed on the path i thought i was supposed to be on so i don't know i just try to not think about unpleasant things and unpleasant people or people i don't yes. feel have nutritional value for me uh and it's really saved me a lot of stress and it's hard but you gotta stop and think about what you think about just like a car just get out of that gear so you don't go sliding down the rabbit hole cause you'll stay down there and it feels good to be mad sometimes it feels good to be pissed off at somebody who you and feel isn't true. treating you right
0: that is true it's
1: delicious it's like a <laughs> tasty snack but as we know tasty mm-hmm. snacks Meal. too much of those aren't good for you so you just have to be like you know what this is not right. This is not healthy. Let me not think about it and it's hard cuz some people just almost beg you to like right. MF yeah. their name. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I'm not
2: going to do anything. I will you make be you proud hate of. me. Now. You will hate me. <laughs> right. Right.
1: Like now, okay, what you going to say. <laughs> oh man, it's crazy. I don't know. I like that. Oh, wow. That was good. We've been on the phone forty minutes. Uh, it does. We, we all a have a lot to talk about. So I'm gonna have to edit out. Well, I feel like uh, I feel like interesting people yeah, just have a conversations. Flows. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, it's only challenging when some people <laughs> don't want to talk. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, you know what I went and I laid in the bed and so Low there is no change. there is no noise coming from my end it's not me this time you know it's I not. just
2: have to
1: I don't know maybe something is bumping up. <laughs> I, I have to. not but that was funny <laughs> and loud see that's what I'm saying you like right and cut. she
2: just comes out <laughs> and cuts you I'm a sniper
1: Right. But you talked in the middle
2: there. Yes, there you, had to go yeah, out you out are. The yeah,
1: yes, you are. You are, you yes. are the conversation sniper. So, anyway, thank you guys for agreeing and wanting to come back oh. on. You're more than welcome. I mean, we can make this a
0: regularly new. scheduled monthly, bi monthly, whatever, however you want to do this. Your podcast. I'm always willing to be yes. a guest.
1: This is true. I've known this <laughs> about you, Marquita. Thank you um no it's awesome and you guys it's growing I mean the numbers are just great and you know what country is second behind the United right. States really
0: oh Japan. Interesting.
1: <laughs> Arigato. yeah Japan and um after that I, I always blank out I feel so bad I read this every day I look at the numbers uh so in the United States Mm. Uh, Mountain View, California is the number one place where people
0: interesting. Well, hey Mountain um, View,
2: California. I know Hey Callie. (laughs)
1: Hey. And then St. Louis is second, like Missouri's second, and then it's like St. Louis and Chesterfield and Lake St. Louis and all these places. I'm like, Yeah, well shout out to Lisa B because you know she's
2: So it's very, very cool.
1: Oh yeah, thank you. I uh, I actually mentioned her name uh uh, yesterday, I think I was saying, uh, you know, one yeah. of my friends, her mom listens, uh, and she was like, "I didn't agree with that." And I'm like, "That's cool. All right. I'm never saying anything to try mm-hmm. to make people agree with me. I, I, I think it's unrealistic in this country to think oh, no. we're all just gonna you can't agree with each other. I don't think that's healthy. I'm not. I'm not no. sure. It's not.
0: The... You need some. <laughs> you need somebody to disagree with you to make you see a different perspective
1: well and to that point like i just feel like the point of the matter is we don't have to agree with each other but we shouldn't have to shut down the discourse because right. we don't agree no, with agree. each other you know what i mean it's like right it can't just be like you don't agree with me fuck you you know it needs to be more involved than that <laughs> well you can be agreeable we're <laughs> not going to without we just need to
2: agree you know yes, like, i don't I have can. to I agree. Right. Like, I don't yeah, have to and agree, and agree with you, but I don't have to hate you
1: and wish you I ill. I could away. just be like, oh, you right. know what?
2: I kind of see it differently. But cool. Glad you're alive.
1: And I think that's the whole... Yeah. I think that's what America was supposed to be. You know, like, we're you're supposed to be able to worship the way you want to worship. And of course, the, the founding fathers were all white and male and wealthy, uh, Granted, but the concept, the experiment of America was you're supposed to come over here and make your own way and you shouldn't be persecuted if you want to be a Lutheran as opposed to, you know, a Catholic yeah. as opposed to, you know, we've, we've gotten it a lot wrong, but the idea of a democracy is, uh, it's fragile, but I like the concept because I don't, I mean, I watched this thing in Cuba there was this family running a bakery. And I kid you not, the bakery was like, it could only have maybe four or five people in it at a time. And this family was really doing great. But they knew if they expanded, the government oh. would just come and take their bakery from them. So no. I don't want to live in that country. No. I don't want to live where, when my business is successful, the government feels like,
0: they're like, want that either.
1: <laughs> and you can keep working for us and fake right. are shit like all the profits. Thank you. Like no. I don't want to live it. <laughs> I don't want to live in that country either. So, we have room to get stuff right. Yes. And it starts that with dialogue. True. And that's why yes. we have the podcast. So, ladies, I hope you have a Thank you. Rest you weekend.
0: too. Oh, I won't be I won't see you tomorrow or Monday because I'll be working in a remote location. Cuz
1: Oh yeah. I think uh without divulging too much, I think yeah, the office is still is. closed on Monday. So I won't see you. Okay. well, I won't see you Monday. I wasn't gonna be in there on Monday anyway. And hopefully we'll soon. see each other again soon. We're, we 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 yeah. did October, so we're making a plan for that sounds November. Good.
0: Sounds good.
1: Boom.
2: And then uh Yes, stay healthy. Yeah, so everybody yeah. Stay, stay
0: safe. COVID free. Yep, yep, yep.
1: yep, yep, yep.
2: I know, me too. I hope those wasps sure. are gone. And, uh, be like,
1: sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hope
2: Don't there's not
1: that. one waiting for you to open the door. No. Right. And, uh, all right. We'll no problem. To talk to you guys. Bye. 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 you guys
2: later. See ya. all Bye.
1: Bye. Love you. Take care. Bye.